What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. So one thing I keep saying is y'all, but I've been trying to start a YouTube for the longest. I just do not have the, I have the time, yeah. but when I have the time, it's like, why would you do something right now? But yeah. I think starting tomorrow, um, I'm going to try to make some outlines tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to try to record a video a week and my, I'm going to try to do videos no more than 15 to 30 minutes. So it should be easy for me to just get the idea out and then keep it moving. And then once I get at least maybe like 10 videos i'll start releasing them and i'm gonna do twice a month so i just need to say this out loud so y'all can hold me accountable um and we're gonna get this information out here okay um anyway (laughs) um so welcome back to another episode of od podcast y'all it is two (laughs) two what did i use tuesday but anyway so uh, so Draco was just telling me about his his dysfunctional life right now. Now, hopefully get some stability once you get, you know, fully moved in. I do intend to come out there. So this is what I was thinking, because um, for those who don't know, Delta Airlines is doing an accelerator right now through December 31st, where basically they make it easier for you to re- reach medallion status. And I think I'm like $700 away from medallion status. I reached my miles. Everything else I, is good. I just need to spend $700, which really means I need to spend about $400 because I'll get the accelerator which will qualify me so i'm like okay i need to go and visit my friend that lives in san diego so i'm like maybe i can fly to la fly out of san diego and come home and then i can just kill two birds with one stone and get medallion status you know i was like honestly what all it ain't even enough that come with medallion status that i care about so maybe i don't care I mean, the um, upgrades are nice, yes but yeah the upgrades are nice the only thing that i really appreciate and the reason why i don't um Try, I try to just stick with Delta is because since I am a dying status now, I get free bags and that is helpful See, for and me. And I hate checking bags. I only check bag two times in my life when I just yeah. went to Kenya and before that when I moved to California. Oh, what a coincidence. So that, I can see how that is valuable because that's for like $50 a bag. Yeah. It's like 30, it started off as, of as 35 But um, since I am moving, this is like awesome because I get to ship two of my bags for free and then pay for the other ones which will be cheaper than me having to ship those heavy boxes yeah no that makes sense i um see oh but make sure you weigh them though make sure they're not over i mean if they are i still pay the overweight fee and overweight fee usually isn't that much that crazy okay also i have a delta credit card and i get a free check back anyway so now actually in real time i just realized i don't need medallion says it's just be cool to get because when I flew to, um, when I, I flew, like I said before, I flew Delta One from Amsterdam to Atlanta and I had Sky Priority on my boarding pass. And even though I only flew Delta One for the second part of my trip, I mean, you know, so I was Kenya to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Atlanta. So even though I didn't have Delta One from Kenya to Amsterdam, Sky Priority is still treated on that entire one way trip from yeah. Kenya to Atlanta. So it was very nice checking my bags in the sky priority lane getting on the plane with sky priority even though i was going to the economy from the from, from Nairobi to amsterdam so little stuff like that is cool because i didn't realize see at first i used to think that there was more value in boarding the plane last but it's really not because when you can just get no. on a plane while it's slick empty and just get comfortable it does take a little bit longer but it's just it's a lot it's a lot less waiting at the gate you know what I'm saying? You could just be in your seat, be ready. You ain't got to bump nobody's shoulder, ask somebody to move their bag, blah, 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 blah. So, so it is some value in that. But I think for me, because I'm pretty sure I'll never eat, reach gold or diamond medallion status, it's almost like, eh, is it necessary? But I do want to come to California. I do want to see your apartment. I do want to visit my friend in San Diego. So we're going to just figure it out. Maybe it'll be early next year or something. Yeah, I, um, I'm childish. I just like having early access to the overhead space. Yeah, and no, I feel you. I mean, I that... I really haven't had any problems with that either. But even if I boarded like Comfort Plus or something like that, I would still like to me it's not a real big deal. And I'm a I'm a light traveler. Like I'll just take a personal bag sometimes because my my trips be that short. So I just have like a nice duffel or a book bag, and it'll just go under the seat in front of me. But I will say checking bags is such a convenience when it comes to getting off the plane because my bags be heavy sometimes. Yeah. If I have a suitcase, if I have a carry on. But anyway. Yeah. So that's what's going on, but I'll let you get settled in and stuff because I feel like you're gonna probably have a lot of visitors and I don't want nobody to touch me. COVID <laughs> is real. I'm just yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna have a lot of visitors at first, but it's just gonna take me a second to get my life together because I need to learn the area. And all right, so um, okay, so my black business of the week because it's my turn on this motherfucker. Um, it is. It is. So I have a friend. Um, actually two, Jada and Brandon. They're twins. They are um a part of the LGBT community. Jada is a trans woman, and Brandon is um a gay male. Uh, but they're from New Orleans. They were born and raised in New Orleans, and I mean, when I say they are the most New Orleans people that I possibly know, um, they more are, than Lisa. Yeah. Oh, they are, they are New Orleans, New Orleans. So <clears throat> they both have been like planning on opening up a food truck. Like I remember them talking about this when I worked at Mac at Bloomingdale's. And keep in mind, I've been away from Mac since 2017, 2018, one of them. But um, yeah, so they finally opened it. And so um, I want to say it opened maybe like a few months ago. But I haven't made it there yet because of how busy I am. But let me tell you something. I know Jada and Brandon be cooking down, okay? So Jada actually introduced me or she actually explained to me the difference between um, traditional traditional New Orleans gumbo and just regular gumbo. So what, it, what she makes is what is called slave gumbo. Oh, and so Yeah, I mean... I am triggered, but at the same time, I get it because that's where it came from. You know, I if, you know, from if people aren't familiar what gumbo is, um, gumbo is basically like a stew or a soup that is made um, when they used to make it back in the, in the slavery days. It was just made from the scraps of food that the slave owners used to make. So it would be they would cook the the main parts of the chicken and the main parts of whatever for the slave owners and then the scraps and everything they would make a stew out of it and add rice so um it snapped you hear me it, it busts down bust down um, no watch <laughs> so they have a um food truck that is that has just been um open for, i'm looking at a thing right now it says a soft opening was going on on september 26 so i'm not sure if it's fully open but i do know that they promote it a lot um and the the Instagram is called What You Cooking, Baby. Oh, I like that. So, um, yeah, they have gumbo, they have seafood pasta, they have fried fish, they offer family meals. Um, I mean, sides, you name it, they're doing it. They also have um something called banana foster waffles. Ooh. Uh, <gasps> oh, oh, I- so you know what that is? I never heard of it before. Let me tell you, yes. So one time when I was in Chicago, um, I had stayed at a Hyatt and they had Bananas Foster for breakfast. I had never heard of it in my life. Eyes open, baby. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Oh my God. Okay, keep going. Oh my God. Yeah, I never heard of it. So, it's so good. Um, I don't know if it's really a Southern. Well, when I say Southern, obviously New Orleans is kind of in the South, but it's not like a down South Georgia type of thing. Like I had never heard of it. But when I tell you Bananas Foster is that, honey, Bananas Foster, you know, the, the greater, the greater than less than the, the Pac-Man eat yeah. Bananas Foster when you put in extra banana pudding. So what exactly is Bananas Foster? It's like caramel, bananas. It's like this concoction of greatness. I need you to not question it and just get it. It's really good. Okay. Ooh, and ooh, okay, keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh. So they have that. I'm about on to the cry. They, they have seafood gumbo. They have New Orleans style barbecue shrimp. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. But the barbecue shrimp are the shrimp with the head on it, and they add some type of seasoning to it. I ain't never know because it's not literally barbecue; it's the flavor that they consider barbecue. And to me, it's not actual barbecue, but I can understand why they call it that because they don't use barbecue sauce; they make their own. Um, they have like shrimp and grits, bananas foster with waffles and bacon, you know, uh, voodoo bread pudding. Oh, um, I'm scared of that now. Infused bobbin bread pudding. They have drinks. They have infused desserts. So, um, yeah, I think it's like a weekend thing. They they do it on the weekends, and it's from like twelve to seven. 
So I'm gonna give Alicia the info so she can put it in the episode notes. But yeah, please support these people. Let yeah, that sounds it. really good. Okay, cool. They're, they're What's that town Um, uh, it's in Atlanta. It's on Flowers Road. I don't know what it said. Okay. Yep. So shout out to Brandon Miguel and Jada Black Beauty. Let okay. me look right quick while you get while you just sent this to me because I'm 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 interested. Yeah. Oh, they don't got the address on. Um... It's on there. It's not, it's um oh, it's not in the bio, huh? Yeah, they um because I I yeah I think what they do is go to the food truck park and some. Oh, store. okay. It's a it's on. Oh, flowers, like, this bro. is this is on my list soon. Dang, yeah. banana faucet waffles though. Okay, cool. I'm with it. I'm definitely interested. You got me hooked. I ain't even tried it yet, baby. Okay, cool. That's exciting. I said the same thing. Also, booster shot coming soon. I'm getting it. Oh, actually, I meant to sign up this morning. I'm gonna do it when we get out the phone. <laughs> I um, I did get my card laminated though, so I I, I don't know how. They'll give you it. another one. It's fine. They suggested you laminate. Yeah, I actually was trying to make an appointment this morning, but I wanted to pick the day that I got it because I I don't in case it makes me have um makes me sick. Yeah. But yes, very much booster. Listen, boost me. How? What's the earliest I can get boosted by? And let me know. Booster Biden. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you because yeah, you got you got a lot of moving and shaking going on. I got a lot of traveling going on. I'm moving. Um, I am kind of grateful that LA is very, very still on a strict thing when it comes to um the COVID restrictions. But but um they also open like even with certain jobs, like yesterday I had a video shoot, they had um they had like the people on site to do rapid tests and they were checking vaccination cards. I'll tell you this. I had a vaccination card. No place in Atlanta has asked me, am I vaccinated? Yeah, and let me tell you something. When I came back from Kenya, it was given very much passport. Thanks. Have a good day. But in Kenya, they scanned my vaccination QR code three times at the airport. Check my stuff three times. And got to Amsterdam. Check my stuff again. Got to Hartsfield. Have a good night. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've I traveled too much. I ain't got time. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do my little booster shot yeah i don't blame you going. boost me up scotty yeah they had appointments soon as today so i might go tomorrow truth be told. <laughs> yeah i'm glad that my friends are opening up to um getting vaccinated because as of now um for the longest time i was i think me and diggy were the only friends that were vaccinated and so now um, more of my friends are either t- uh, planning to get vaccinated or they already got their first dose, so which is good, which I'm you know, happy progress. about. Progress. Yeah, it's a little progress. Um, I'm trying to... I, I'm, I did I'm, read that more Black people are starting to become open to it, and I don't know where they got that statistic from, but, you know, maybe because time is going by and people are starting to be unemployed as a result. Yeah, not even that. They, it's a lot of different things that, you know, you can't really do without, like, traveling. They really... Yeah, they're bucking down on it, but if you're traveling out of the country, you definitely need that card. Yeah, it's over right? with. So, because I know, even... some, I know somebody that traveled internationally and didn't check the quarantine requirements and definitely had to quarantine their whole trip. Because they they wasn't vaccinated. I don't even know. Yeah, no, they're correct. They're not vaccinated. They were not vaccinated, but I don't even know if that mattered to this country. I think it was quarantine regardless. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. yeah that's it's it's nuts like um this guy i follow on instagram he's quarantined right now because he lives in japan he's mm-hmm. he's he's from america but he lives in japan and he was he lived out there for years but he's been in america for like the last four months just visiting his family just traveling around america and now he just went back to japan and child, I watched this whole little thing. He did 36 hours of traveling and then now he's quarantined. So he has like two days left before he can, you know, start going outside and doing stuff. But I'm hey, like, I ain't mad at it. Listen, it might be annoying to some people, but them people have to protect their country and they and they income. Yeah. He's <laughs> so, not mad about it. He's not mad because he at this point he's accustomed to um he's accustomed to um Jap- the Japanese we're living. Okay, so tweets from the streets. I want to talk about um Jada dropping her wait a minute clothing line and people on social media saying that she copied um skims word for word, bar for bar. 
I have two opinions on this situation, both from opposing sides. So I can't lie right away. I thought skims. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Uh, then I also felt like, like the logo is bubble letters, just like skims and the colors and the, the products being sold. However, both of them are selling stuff that's been in packs at Walmart and Target forever. And if yeah. anybody deserves to be copied off of, it's the goddamn Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, but I will say, you know, not to pick sides or like not take the side of the black woman. I do feel like Jada stuff look a little cheap. I yeah. watched a lot of reviews on TikTok and people were showing how like it was see-through and stuff like that. Whatever. That's none of my business. That's not the point. But I can't, but it's like, y'all, Kim, Kim no, it, it is like people... <laughs> I don't think she copied off of Kim. I think she just might've been inspired in general by the that type of apparel because it's really trendy right now. And she yeah. figured why not start her own? I do wish the quality was a little better, but I, the nerve y'all to say she copied off of Kim. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel the same way. And the, and the thing about it is I'm not one of those people who just bash the Kardashians, but however, it's not like Kim is making like couture gowns and she copied the design. She's yeah. literally making um shapewear which is has been a thing if we've been <clears throat> if we're being real about it um prima donna and um kishi kayor brought that to social media in my eyes when it and comes Spanx, to like, the old, i'm not gonna say the og but Spanx was one of the hugest brands of shapewear before all this yeah, for sure but um i can i can specifically remember the kardashians wearing um the yep prima donna waist trainers even the ones like with prima donna's face on it mm-hmm. that sort of stuff so um kim's whole vibe is is the new thing thanks to kanye you know that's their even their house is like that so i get that that's why she went that route but at, in the same breath it's like realistically you cannot say that jada just copied i mean yeah definitely probably inspired by that whole vibe but I mean, so is Fashion Nova, so is right. All these other brands. So why make it different just because she's an influencer? I think that that's the problem with um, because the same you could say the same thing for Kylie. Um, people been doing shape swimwear for a long time, for a long forever, forever. Yeah, I think yeah. And then mm-hmm. they were like, oh, Jada even copied the names. The name they talking about velour tracksuit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are weird but um i mean it's just like I, somebody saying like you know i saw this really popular thing and i wanted to create it for black people but you know what i'm saying i just don't i i it did look similar the logo definitely looked similar it definitely gave a different kind of vibe that was not you know but i just i i just wouldn't make a case about it i'm like, what you gonna do she gonna sue you for making long johns so anyway so yeah that's tweets from the streets and in shop talk i wanted to talk about um so starting today and for the next, I believe, 36 hours, Telfar has started back their bag security program. So if anybody was interested in getting a Telfar bag you don't, and you don't get the emails or follow them on Instagram, please be advised that you can go on Telfar.com right now to buy as many bags as you want. This will be considered a pre-order and it will get to you by March of 2022. Now you can complain about, I saw a lot of people talking about March 2022, but how many times have you made the purchase during the drops? Yeah. Pick a struggle. So anyway, I just want to let y'all know that because I know a lot of people have wanted Telfar bags and they haven't had much success in trying to um, secure one doing traditional drops. This right now can guarantee you a bag. Now you got to be patient. Might not be here by Christmas, but you will get a bag. I ordered two. I got the pink one, like the fuchsia, whatever. And Ooh. I got the navy blue. And I think I'm done with Telfar bags until the end. I was kind of hoping that he would put the duffels on there or the UGG ones, but I felt like I had a feeling that wasn't happening. Yeah, maybe I'll get another one because I really want the like, bright green the light one yeah i like that one that meant i actually like that panthers tape blue too but i feel like it wasn't as practical as the navy blue i want that i want that one i want the pink one that you're talking about but i really want these duffel bags so i don't i'm sure that's not on there so i'm just Mm -mm, it's not have you been tuning into telfar tv i don't know what to do like what do you is it like an app yeah, so it's an app on your TV, like Apple TV, but it's also live on the Instagram. And I tuned into that and it was actually really fun. I'm like, dang, this is fire. It was like Teen Summit kind of. That was the setup. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And people I could like call in. Back, I see they're bringing back Rap City. I did see that. Well, is that what it's called? 
Um, I, I did know. see big ticket posts about that. But yeah, yeah. On, um, on Telfar TV, it was really cool. They had people calling in. They even was giving away bags and stuff like that. Um, but it was nice. It was really, it was really well put together. And I, I, I love that because you know Telfar talks about you know we're for the people for us by us et cetera et cetera. But it really felt like that looking at the show. It was just a lot of black people, a lot of creative people, and the actual creator just engaging. It was really cool. So yeah. shout out to them. That that makes me feel even better about spending two hundred dollars on a faux leather bag. Yeah, um, and I've had mine for a long time, and they fine. Like I feel like mine have stood the test of times because I literally fly with my tail fire every time I get on. Oh, honey, flight. yeah, me too. And I got plenty of come. On, I got plenty of bags I don't got from darn TJ Maxx. And not to mention, a lot of these designer totes just be coated um, faux leather. But yeah. you know. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so definitely want to support again. I actually have, was having a conversation last night on set about um, Telfar and Birkins and stuff like that. And the stylist that I work with, she was just saying how she is going to forever, for as of now, just stick by Telfar just because she was just looking. Um, she said that the within the last year, the Hermes Birkin bag sales have went up 300%. And so she was just saying how these people have been rich for years, like multi-billion dollar type rich. So she's saying that they made so much money within the last year. And I don't know how true this is because I didn't look into it myself, but she was saying that um, they they gave like, they did some type of family release fund where they were giving family members like 20 million each mm. just to have because of business being so good. And I'm like, I don't like that. We can do that. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it, but we definitely can have that same energy with our people. Yeah, and we were also talking about how um, most, so most of the times when we see um, people that are that aren't black, so except Hispanics, but like Asians and white people, people like that, when they have designer stuff on, it's a lot of it is fake, and we never question it. Yeah, oh, and that's wow. how they stay rich. When it comes to us, value in, in their in their 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 the views of the non-black person. Yeah, and so when it comes to us, we have to have the the real if we're gonna spend our money on it, and it's just like a thing for us, and that's mm-hmm. the reason why, and that's another reason why I feel like people use the hip hop community to sell high end fashion because that's what we Put value that's what in. we promote. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's great. I think that's why another reason why Lil' Kim is very innovative because before her, that wasn't a thing for real in the hip hop community as far as like right. wearing couture designers and high end designers. She was like one of the first people, if not the first, um, to make that a thing, her and Biggie. And so now when you think of um when you think of the hip hop community, you think about riches and diamonds and all type of stuff like that. And now it's become like the rap costume. That's what I call it. It's like, cause even when my friends talk about it, I'm like, what, when are you dropping the tape? Like, why you want this? It's crazy. So, you know, and, and of course that's influencing our people around. It's not even just the youth. I don't even want to say that because it's people in their thirties, forties that want these bags because they see people with them like now. And, and people always say, Oh, it's an investment. It's an investment. And that's what point, they said. They, they wouldn't think about investment until they found out it was investment worth and they're not going to resell it. So please. Yeah. I'm, I was about to say that. I'm like, well, at this point, everybody's going to have one. So who's going to buy yours? They're not going to sell. That's the thing. I was on the real, real, you know, that's that like luxury consignment yeah. um, retailer. I got a store here now. Yeah. At Linux. So I was looking for an item a watch basically and i was on there they had some actually had some really good prices but i saw that they had um birkins on there and it would show like the print the retail price and their price one was like ten thousand dollars original retail and it was like reselling for like twenty nine thousand dollars yeah don't get me wrong that is quite the investment but people is not getting them because of that you're not getting them because of that stop playing but yeah yeah, they definitely had like dirty birkins on there for like nine thousand dollars and i'm like somebody gonna pay that because they want it that bad and it's the cheapest one they can get their hands on but yeah yeah you know if i I want something i definitely i feel like for me if i want something i'm gonna buy it but for me um i it's a few different things like first of all it has to be cohesive with my personal style Mm -hmm. um a lot of times the the reason why I even started buying designer is because now 
it's like five hundred dollars for Jordans. Like I can never get Ooh. Jordans how I used to get I'll them. I never forgive the industry, and I hate I sold so many of my Jays back in the day. But whatever. Yeah, like it's so bad. Like you can't even get Jordans for retail for the most part, um, especially retro Jordans. Like because it's so hard, you can't go to the store and get them no more. Um, they're not really doing the little the uh, online raffle, which is so stupid. Um, and then, of course, you have like the the sneaker apps that sell the shoes that just crash because of bots and people. And it's like, not causing no harm to Nike and them because they getting they sell and uh, people yeah. reselling it just creates more value in the shoe, which is just yeah. I just this is what I genuinely don't understand with the way this is happening. And and somebody let me know if I'm speaking out of ignorance, but why not just make enough inventory? Yeah, but even still, people because now it's been it's been said that people from Nike have been just buying their shoes up and reselling them. I and, and once I found that out, I said I think that Kanye does that too. Now I've definitely purchased some um, Yeezys at retail price more than one time, so I don't know for sure. But that's such a come up these days, like people buying shoes and reselling them because they're going to sell out anyway. That's why I'm like, honestly, I might as well just go because it's easy for me to just walk in Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom and all these stores and just try the shoe on and buy it from there because mm-hmm. it's not given like super high demand like how those are. And people look at you like, oh, you rich. Da, da, da. I'm like, you literally have on Jordans. And in 2021, that's the same price as what i'm walking on no, for and real i'm about first. to give me some coach tennis shoes i was on their website earlier I'm yeah bringing like, them back. I, not I, I, i'm bringing them back but they was cute i'm like you know and i mean i'm past the jordan's thing now i've only really had serious interest in ones that i never ever ever own but after yeah. i tried to buy some and they end up not passing the test i'm like oh y'all can have shoes i'm gonna just wear crocs yeah Oh my gosh! Somebody um recommended that I got Crocs because I was I was on set yesterday with my Adidas. Ooh, you, yes, because you be on your feet. Yes. So I was like, you should get some Crocs. I'm like, sure, maybe. No, let me tell you something. Look past how they look when you put them on. I don't mind how they look. Oh, okay. You should definitely get. Some. Let me tell you something. Date, get some. I know you swear by Crocs, but you've been wearing them for years. Like you've been wearing them for a long time. Yeah, before the before the um. The, the Yeezys came. I'm just playing. Now, Yeezys might be a little bit more comfortable. What I like about Crocs is they have that um those little bubbles that support the foot. So it's like another layer. It's They actually, I, I just ordered some on Amazon this morning, believe it or not. <laughs> some oh more. Because my, my black ones have become my dog walking shoes. And I want, I need, so they look ashy. So I need my own black ones that I'm just going to throw on. But I love Crocs, honey. And I was not always a believer because I feel like they was ugly. But once you mature and you put your value in comfort, you don't even look at it anymore. Give me them turtle shells right now and put oh, some giblets on it. Giblets. <laughs> okay, so next up in Shop Talk, I want to talk about, oh, my bad, it's your turn. No, that was the, the last one was mine. It's oh, okay. <laughs> I want to talk about, and I actually want to make this a main topic today. Um, Basically, if you guys were, you know, the, the Millennium Tour has kicked back off and shout out to the people that bought those tickets I was selling on my IG stories. Thank you so much. Um, But Lil Fizz had apologized to Omarion on stage on one of their shows, basically apologizing for backstabbing him and messing with his baby mama. Um, and oh, people child. was just like, huh? So child. People was just saying like, oh, Fizz must have missed that check, blah, blah, blah. But it just really made me think like, I feel like people can be so, tri- like, this is what I, I see trend-wise trend on social media, both for celebrities and common folks. People will do you so doggone wrong. They'll play you to the left, right, but then they want to apologize on a public platform and you supposed to just accept it and i feel like it puts it at least in that situation i feel like it put omaria in a position where he could not say no he could not not accept his apology but fizz really did some unforgivable trifling and april did too both of them trifling low down dirty scoundrels but i just feel like fizz apologizing to omaria on stage i mean yes oh cool admirable but now it's like i'm gonna still be mad at you it's kind of like when i think about when um offset had came on stage when Cardi was performing or um, London on the Trader did the same thing for, set, for for Summer Walker. I'm gonna still be mad. Yeah. I think I think they do that because they know that in front of a crowd, you can't really do, um, it's only so much that you can deny. But no, I do agree. Um, I think I'm just, I think in a situation like what happened with Omarion and Fizz, that's something that you really can't come back from because for one, out of all the people in LA, right? Um, 
you chose my baby mama. Like, that's why is it saying. like, is it is like that's and our castmate, our coworker? So a part of that wanted me. A part of that made me feel like that was for TV. But then I'm like, honestly, these folks be really sick in the head in real life. So it's just like, I don't know. I just felt bad, you know. And of course, Amaria understood to a point where he's like, I'm just trying to find peace. I don't have time for that. Do you? If that's what you feel like you want to do, I've moved on. As long as my kids is good. Um, but at the same time, he had every right to turn up on them hoes if he wanted to. Period. Now, do you know, was Fizz still on the tour or was he not on it no more? Um... From my understanding, it was just Omaria, no? Oh. <laughs> so I don't even think that that, that B2K is on the tour. I think that it is Omaria. Okay, look, I screenshotted the flyer when I was trying to sell them tickets. Yeah. I think he's on the tour by himself. Now Okay, I don't know where the flyer is at. Okay, that makes sense because people was like, oh, Marion just feel like, I mean, Lil Fizz basically talking about he he missing out on the bag and blah, blah, blah. But that would make sense because now maybe if people feel like, okay, B2K, everybody's reconciled their differences. Now we can have the whole group perform. No, it's already started and now it's me. I've already made my dance routine exactly. through my solo music. Thanks. Have you ever had somebody like embarrass you before and then they try to apologize in private? Um, not necessarily. Um, I, I still haven't gotten an apology for this to this day. Um, I think that I just kind of, I'm the type of person now that, um, before I, I talk about this all the time, how I was the friend that was, that would defend my friends in public. Um, when somebody tried to do something to them and even, even anytime that it was, it came down to them about the fight or, it was like whatever i would be the first one there and i never was granted that same thing uh partially because i wasn't problematic so it wasn't a thing where i was always having to fight people yeah i had my you know one or two situations but that wasn't something that somebody needed to jump in i could take care of myself yeah um when i was in college right I, I was broke as a joke, and I ain't find it funny. <laughs> uh, I, I was that was the fires bar in any song. Yeah, um, so I was I was very broke. Um, so during that time, I had friends who had family that took care of them, more than one friend, you know. But the problem is, I had they were jealous of me, and it took me a real a long time to realize that that was that that was what was going on. They were jealous of me because of the energy that I gave people and people just naturally gravitated towards me because of that. And so you think you would think that friends or people that be around you wouldn't be jealous of stuff like that because it's like we're all different. You know what I'm saying? We all have our own friends, even yeah. outside of our friend circle. But it came to a point where, like, I guess guys that they wanted to talk to or that they like, they will always gravitate towards me every time. Um, and it was just because of my personality. Like, of course, I'm funny. I'm chilling. Like, I don't be doing too much. I I, I do me. And y'all born. Y'all just suck so deep. I don't okay. know. But, so, I mean, I'm just being real. My friend, like, told me in recent years that one time they went to... Urban Grind, remember Urban Grind? Mm -hmm. They went to Urban oh, Grind. Muffins. And they you had black on. Yeah. Did not know that until like maybe recently. Um, went to Urban Grind and had a meeting about me while I was at home. Ooh. And was saying basically how they not gonna mess with me no more and they gonna they gonna stick together and blah blah blah. He was saying that they had like he was like, I don't want you to think it was just me, so that's why I'm spilling tea. But all this other stuff, and I'm just like, what was the reason behind it? Because I said, I didn't do anything to y'all. When I tell you these folks, they told, they went around telling people that I was like stealing people's men. I would be in, in their men, in, in their boyfriend's face or their inbox and stuff like that whole time. I never did that. And like, I've had people try to fight me over that. Like, like I don't know if I should say names, but I had like people try to actually like, 
run down on me because they thought that I was trying to mess with their boyfriends and I never did. I always had receipts though. So I never so got what in- was really happening? Was the dude trying to talk to you or what was going on? The it, sometimes a dude to try to talk to me or sometimes they just made it up. They just went and said, they said that to them so that they couldn't be friends with me no more or try to start fights with me because I was attracting, I had friends outside of the group. Like I had just, I mean, that's just that's how- That's so crazy. You know what's so crazy? When people are like that, cause you know, I always think about this when I see kids, you know, it's so funny now that we have the adult eyes, the adult, adult mind. So yeah. we see kids do stuff and we want to be like telling them not to do certain stuff. But you got to like, remember that we used to be the same way. But a lot of times when kids bully other kids or pick on them or whatever it really do be jealousy it could i mean i know not to compare the situation to kids but sometimes people be having these ways about them and they don't even be realizing it's rooted in jealousy they just think that they just a mean girl or a mean boy it's like no you like you really see something intimidating about that person so now you don't like them because in reality yeah. you don't even have a real reason but they they be like oh she thinks she all that they didn't know you think i'm all that yeah no seriously and i feel like it's it, it carries on until today because of my um my clientele like the type of work that mm. i do but i, I you know, he this. think he think we can he keep all he do is post for me over and over like that's your client yeah i think that people um because people say certain things and and I, i've even had a friend say something in recent years about um me working with a lot of different influencers and celebrities they're like oh you know, you just really have like a funny personality. So they probably love being around that, that too. And they also think that I'm talented. So, right. don't try so they're trying to say, oh, you, only, you joked your way into having clients. Yeah. But that's always, that's always a part of it. I cannot be mad or I can't, you can't be mad at me because you don't have a personality. Right. And sometimes people just go about stuff the wrong way. Like they just don't know how to, you know, I I see this a lot with jobs. I see people not take certain stuff seriously or they be too relaxed or whatever the case is, but you just kind of have to have what that particular client is looking for. And if yeah. it clicks, it clicks, but don't call me no butt kisser and all that because if I'm being myself, I don't know. I just, you know, if call it was me. them, guess what? <clears throat> I'm paid. And if it was them in that position, they wouldn't care. They would be like, yeah, because they like my personality. But it yeah. really is jealousy. That's crazy. And that's, man, I'm telling you, that's the reason why I'm so stiff on people. Because sometimes you can peep them vibes early on. You can just peep people's personality style. And this ain't even being from a perspective of being a hater. It's just like, I hate to sound like cliche, but it's like really protecting your peace. Because as soon as, like when people show you certain ways about them and then you let them in anyway, you just be mad at yourself for even being so kind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I always say that I just never want to take away me being genuine and and have that uh, turn me into like a cold-hearted person because I never want to be that, especially because I do plan on having a family later on down the line, and I don't I don't want to promote that to my kids, but also in the same breath, I do want them to realize like you got to kind of spot the people who not really for you early on, and you, you have gotta to watch have a good character. I'm telling you, and if yeah. you and, and is I rather be I rather be wrong about them too soon than to overlook something and be mad because dealing with people that bring drama is not fun and i'd be doggone if i miss a, if i miss a spot at my big age <laughs> <I feel> like <laughs> but yeah so when i think about the um embarrassing thing you know I have, it's been a couple times in different relationships that i have we have almost got into an argument or he would say something rude to me in front of other people. And I used to feel so embarrassed or I, if, if I can feel like we were about to argue, I would just kind of like shut down. Cause I'm just like, I don't know why I don't like people looking. I don't like that. To me, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't yeah, like it kind of makes me look weak low key. Cause it's like, dang, he's talking to her like that, whatever the case is, even though it might not be that deep, but, um, uh, whenever that has happened i'm like you need to go back out there and apologize to me or or clear it up or something because yeah. it's like to me it's just like you kind of tainting my image and i'm a strong black woman but i just don't like i don't i'm trying to think i mean it's been a few times i've just have people have done things then this is because i'm in a way better place mentally um and confidently now but i've definitely yeah. been embarrassed or like turned off by people with with an audience i'll say and when i say audience i just mean somebody's looking somebody listening it could have been a stranger i don't care but to me that matters because now that stranger could be like girl i seen this girl on the train her friend call her out you know some stuff's just <laughs> unnecessary man you so see to... that girl getting called out on the leash what happened <laughs> some girl was getting walked on the street with a leash on and 
and it was like a she had like a kink or this was like embarrassment that's the thing so i don't know so it was like a, but you know when it comes to black community we don't know nothing about that i don't a know we as well as to a lot of black sex podcasts I, I do too, but like I'm, I would say more urban people. They don't really know. Like you tell people that they just automatically assume like you just a weirdo. Yeah, they're not as open to it. Yeah, so the girl was just walking. You know, she's a black girl, and she her man was black as well. And the girl was yelling out the window, "You need to stop embarrassing yourself, girl." What? The thing is, the only person embarrassed is the person embarrassed. She, the girl said, "Mind your fucking business." That's yeah, what the girl I mean, told her. I get it. She, the girl calling her out had secondhand embarrassment, but the girl, the primary recipient didn't care. So she was like, girl, mind your business. She was like, you doing it in public. It is my business. You need to respect yourself. You way <laughs> bigger than him. Dang, do you <laughs> think that's disrespectful? Do you think she's not respecting herself? Yeah, that's what she feel like. But all the time, she probably wanted to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of I get what she, I get what the girl trying to call her out was trying to say, but at the end of the day, you do you just listen. It's a lot of stuff we see. We just gotta wave and smile. <laughs> it's kind of ugly. Not the crinkle for eyes. They finna they gonna go out. I'm gonna wash them. I'm gonna wash it out. I don't like this because my hair not long enough. Oh, this. you finna wash today? Yeah, I gotta get a haircut tomorrow, so I'm gonna wash my hair tonight so they can be dry by tomorrow. I hate that knotless braids. I know I tweeted this recently, but like, you can have a fires braid and known to mankind, but knotless braids get old looking so quick. I, I told you to go back to knots. No, I know because knotless braids are so flat and sleek. Them knots, unless you just finna do some barely there knots, it's just impossible unless I get some micros or something. Yeah. That ain't happening. I seen a little girl with some micros the other day. It was so so cute. Maybe I can get knotless in the front and knots in the back, but then that would defeat the purpose because the knotless in the front is what the problem is. Yeah. I'm gonna just try to keep these for a while, but I just can't not do knots. Well, not. you can do like I'm, you don't think that with knotless braids, could you go back and just get the front redone? I can, but I only had these braids what two weeks? Oh, that is true. Look how thin this is. Oh, what happened? I think my barber be cutting it. I told him to watch yourself, but I, I think he's going that. Man like that. Like when he be doing, I don't know. Maybe but. I can't get on the front redone. I don't know. That's a lot. I mean, maybe, but they already cost a lot. So I'm gonna try to ride these out for at least a month or two. Um, I did kind of want to talk about this. I'm so tired of talking about subjects like this, but honestly, this is just another one that's insane. Um, Maya Morocco. Makano. Oh my God! Yes, that shit is insane. I think, I think so, that for me, I've always lived in apartments. Like even as a kid, nothing ever sat right with me about maintenance men being able to just walk into your home while you're yeah, not there. Me either. Me either. They nothing have, ever. And sat I don't right. think that's everywhere because I know some people from New York and some other places where they maintenance people can't just walk in their house like that. But yeah, if you guys don't already know, the young lady, I, what, was her, what was her full name? Was it Mia? Because the news said Mia. And I'm like, well, I think it's Maya, but maybe they got clarification from somebody. Let me see. Um, Mia or Maya. Yeah, her name was Mia or Maya Marcano. But oh my God, it's so sad. So what I gathered from the story, number one, she's 19 years old. She lived in the apartments that she worked at. And the guy, the maintenance man was trying to holler at her or make some kind of advances um, at her. And she turned him down. And this yeah. man took it upon himself to use his master key to break into her apartment, kidnapped and killed this girl. And it's really her. sad because I think that um, a lot of men, when they hear stories like, cause a lot, of, a lot of women, especially myself included, have so many stories about like why they just gave a dude their number just to get him out their face or they entertain him while, you know, just for their own protection because men really cut up when you reject them. It's actually really sad. Like, I know people who have had bricks thrown at them for turning a dude down. I know people, I've heard stories of girls getting killed, but even before this young lady, because they turned a guy down, it's because his pride. Now he hurt, he embarrassed. He can't believe somebody don't want him. And this is really sad. And this is her, where she works. But even like you said, like maintenance men should not have the key to everybody's apartment. I feel like people Hopefully should that be... changes, you know, because even yes, exactly. And I hope her family can sue these apartments or something, get some kind of justice. But I agree. I always felt like it should be one of those situations where, and even when I've had maintenance, I've had cable people come in my house and I'd be uncomfortable 
And even, especially when I lived in my one bedroom condo, it's very clear that I live here by myself. Where can I go if you try to harm me? But I've never felt okay with that. And I know that they're not going to like send somebody and a watch person, you know, to make sure you're safe. But in reality, these people are just like, they regular, regular folks. They don't pass no kind of security clearance with the federal government to be able to be a maintenance man. This is regular everyday folks who get a key to come into your house and who knows what their intentions are. So actually, um, something kind of not similar but kind of related but you know lady amber i mean i've been watching it i've been watching it yes so yeah this young lady that we know basically she had a ring she has a ring camera doorbell and she caught the maintenance man in her apartment taking her packages and so i don't know um i think what happened was there's a unit next to hers or across from hers that's empty and so he had been going in that apartment to renovate it or whatever the case is but as he's coming to that apartment to work on it he will literally take her packages with her with him and this had mm-hmm. happened a couple of times and she actually confronted him and everything like that but it's like Number one, it's clearly a camera right here. Number two, you work for these apartments. Where are you? And then she had a neighbor that sent her a video from their ring doorbell, and he was about to take they pa- a package from a unit across from her, but end up somebody ended up walking up. And it's just like people are bums. You got a you got a job. You don't even know what's in the package. When it comes to Amazon, it can literally be a rubber band. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. See my apartments. Um they have the option to you can either you can either have them come while you at home or you can you know you can give them permission to come in here but i never do that and what's crazy is like i have a lot of collectible stuff and i have a lot of cool stuff in my apartment mm-hmm. and um you know so for that reason alone i'm always skeptical even like with my friends i got on them about just not inviting people over here if i didn't invite them myself absolutely because people be sizing you up man and so one of the maintenance men that work in my neighborhood he's young he's like he gotta be no older than 25 and then it's an older guy but um it's been situations like when i first moved in here they were trying to check everybody's fire alarms and all this other stuff and child they walked in here while i was asleep like i was literally (laughs) taking a nap and they came in and when it comes to stuff like that, you can't really do nothing about it because um, the the complex, they'll send over an email saying like, hey, during this day, that's when they're going to be coming, blah, blah, blah. But I, they never give specific times and they just come in. Um, and then they another didn't time, knock or you just didn't hear it? I, I didn't. I was asleep. So I didn't you hear it. you have a, a bolt? No. Dang. I had a bolt. And then like um, one time they came, I was in the shower. They were trying oh to do this a lot. God. But for the most time, for the most most part of the time, um, they only come when you want them. Like, you know, that's how it should be. I should consent to you coming at specific times. Yeah. And I just feel like uh, the only time you should be able to welcome yourself in is if I give approval or there's literally an emergency. Cause I've been in apartments that have flooded before and I can understand yeah. them. You know, they knock and knock and you don't answer. They, you know, I get it, but that shouldn't happen. No, every quarter. That's like once every couple of years, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, I remember a lot of times in the past where people would get a security system set up and the security person would be the person to break in because they know how to they now they're in your house because they set the service up and they know how to bypass the system. And they have been the one to target you. And I remember I don't know how true this is, but I remember somebody saying like some of those companies don't even do background checks. So it's like or they don't when they do the background checks, they don't confirm like, you know, criminal activity, stuff like that. But it's like it's just really sad. It's really it's really sad what happened to that little that young girl. I was about to say little girl, but she really was so freaking young. And it's like he apparently killed himself. Like I said, it's every time you should have just killed yourself first, like for real. The left of that. Like literally, somebody don't want you, and you kill them. And that's why it's just sad. Like women shouldn't feel like they can't live alone or can't do things alone because of stuff like that. Like it's it's I just need people to get through their mind and understand why women make certain moves the way they do. Like the reason why they like literally I have get not in recent years. Thankfully I guess I ain't got it no more because anybody tried to holler at me but would um like years back I would literally have I would literally basically this was this was a situation that would happen. A guy would try to talk to you you can say no, whatever the case is, they won't be happy with it. But if, you know, to protect yourself, you'll be like, all right, here, I'm gonna give you my number. Or 
they will call your phone right in and there to make sure you didn't get in the wrong number. So yeah. now if I gave you the wrong number, now you want to fight, you do want to harm me again. So now I give you my right number. Now I got to block you or mark you as do not answer. And at this time, when this was happening to me, I was riding public transportation. So now I got to avoid that particular bus route because it's the same guy that's always on a bus. And I got to re I got to inconvenience my whole life just like so avoid this man who I'm like a little bit frightened by. And it's like, they know where you live at. Nine times out of 10, y'all stay in the same community. They can get off yep. with you. I've had men put their hands on me, like in attempts to be sexual while on public transit. Like it's just like I should I should nobody should be comfortable doing it. Like, why would I want to date you after you've done that to me? Like, what sense does that make? I mean, dudes have called me out, out my name for turning them down. I mean, it's really crazy. I remember one time I was walking down the street by myself when I stayed off Cascade, and this guy was trying to talk to me, and he was driving alongside me while I'm walking down the sidewalk, and nobody was around us. And I think about that so much because I'm like, they could have kidnapped me for real, for real. Where was I going to go? They were close enough to grab me while I was on the sidewalk or hop out the car because it was like two or three of them. And it's like, I just think about that so much. Like, I really could have got kidnapped. And it's like, what do you even say or do? I'm a swing on you? That happens to me too. Um, I stopped going to Kel's Kitchen because that part of downtown, for some reason, whether I'm walking or driving, I always get flashed. Like I get flashed all the time over there. And then like, um, I it was this, I forgot the name of that club, but it was a club that was like underground. That's over kind of by um, where J.R. Crickets is now, where they moved it to. And when I tell you, I'm, I've gotten flashed. Like this one dude was literally coming out of like a convenience store and he didn't look homeless or anything. So I didn't, you know, whatever, but he just was, I saw that he, in the corner of my eye, I saw him like standing in front of the store. And in my mm -hmm. head, I didn't realize that this damn store was closed. So he's just standing in front of the store, like he on a block. And I looked and he is exposing himself. He tried to walk up to my car. Like I've had like people walk up to me um like at gas stations like i'm pumping gas at 5 30 in the morning i think we were going to costa rica or something mm -hmm. and some i was trying to get gas for i parked to the airport and some guy like um walked up to my car i mean drove up to my car in like a hellcat at five in the morning trying to do what i don't know but oh my god it's really weird like it's really it's really weird especially living downtown and it's like i never have those i hate downtown yeah, I mean, it's convenient, but it's so weird. So Let me tell you something, I can't even count how many times men have exposed themselves to me in public places. And it's like, what exactly kind of response do you want me to give you? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do do with that? I remember I went to a, a neighbor's house. This guy's passed away now. Um, but I remember I basically he did he did some things to expose himself to me. And I literally never wanted to speak to him again. And I remember meeting a friend later on, maybe like maybe that year. And we found out we knew each other. And she was like, did he ever do this to you? And I'm like, yes. So clearly he had a problem. Rest in peace. But you were sick. Damn. Why well, yeah, I never knew this? Did I know it? Um, this one I stayed off Caroline. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I knew about that. Yes, he lived right across the street from me. And he um his mama did. And so he I had borrowed a DVD from him. I think it was the four brothers. And I remember when I bought it, he was like, Hey, when you finish it, you finna watch that today. Watch that today and bring it back tonight. Like when you get done, basically. I'm like, okay. And I'm not thinking nothing of it. And this one I was like, honestly, I wasn't even 18 yet. Cause oh, even wow. Yeah, I definitely I was in high school, I had to be like 10th grade. Um, cause that's when I met the girl. So anyway, I was like, okay, cool. And uh, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm that type of person. I borrow an e pen. I'm gonna give it right back to you when I'm done. So I watched the movie. I said, okay, let me take the DVD back, man. I walk over across the street now, across the street. I'm like, hey, he, he outside in a foldable chair with, with the house phone. And I, um, I give him the DVD and he was like, look, look, look. And he started jacking off. I swear to God. And then he lights up the house phone and put it next to it. So I can see it. Cause it was dark outside. And I was just like, what you doing? Like, I was so confused. I just turned around and went back home and I ain't never go back over there. I'm like, oh, if he, if I went over there, I'll make sure that he wasn't there. But then like a year or so later, his cousin, he, I went, whatever I turned 18, his cousin, like, oh yeah, you grown now. It was just really weird pedo vibes over there. And when yeah. I, my friend who um told me that she had experienced the same thing with him, she had met him years before I did. And it happened to her. It's just like, it's just sick. It's just really sick. And I know all men are not like this, but a lot of them are, <laughs> especially the ones that like, I feel like the decent ones are not the ones that will approach you that way. So that's why a lot of them don't take it seriously. But it's a lot of sick. And do you remember that guy who used to send me them pictures to my phone? Yeah. 
Like, no, oh my God. And it's just, and I don't think the block feature was a thing yet. I don't even have an iPhone, but it's just, it's some sick people out there, man. I just hate that any woman has to put up with that. That's why I hate downtown. I hate going, I don't even want to walk down the street out there. I need to be in, and when I say downtown, I'm talking about like by the dome. I'm talking about, I ain't talking about no mids. I'm talking about down there, you all, you off Auburn. You off uh, uh, oh, yeah. Mitchell Street, like down there. I don't. If it smell like pee and poop, I don't want to be down there. And that's all the downtown streets. Um, it's a lot of church people that I got on Facebook. They be doing me like that too. I to block people all the time. You are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Sorry. I'm dead ass. Like even somebody, um, somebody who I know, their uncle. I'm like, how do you even know me? They oh seen. Oh my god. They must have seen me on like their page or something. But it's this one guy, I had to block him because at first I, I felt bad because like I knew him through a church and he's like my age or a little bit older than me, like two years. So around the same age group, but I'm like, nigga. And my thing is, do but people why are you really sending me respond this to this? And like he, he, he used to send me stuff. And at first me being a dumbass, I thought he sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> but I would open the DM and, and I guess that. he see that I read it and then He'll unsend it. So I'm like, oh, he didn't mean to send me that. Dang. I'm like, I can't see that. I'm like, I can't see it. And then one day he got bold enough to actually tell me, like, hey, I'm doing this on purpose. Okay. My thing is, okay, but if I didn't say anything, stop. So I mean, weird. I have gotten text messages from dudes and not reply, and they'd be like, so you ain't going to text back. I no. be and be texting me every single day. Every and I thank God for iPhones and, the, and and modern technology because it used to be a time where you really could not block people. That's some crass. Can you imagine that you could block them on a the house phone but not on the cell phone? But you have to like call and block people's number. And oh, all they yeah. had to do was remember that you had to call and add them to the block list, but all they had to do was dial star six seven. Star sixty seven, which still works today. Mm-hmm. Dang that's so it's just some sick people, man. I swear. And it's it's really sad. And I hate to see it happening to and by our people, man. But it's people need some help, man. I know people have sexual desires, but that is not the same thing as approaching people the way that y'all do. That's literally Listen, sexual harassment. They have we live in we live in America 2021. They have sex clubs, they have I mean things where things can be consensual and you can have people who like the same shit you like if it's that right. deep. Right. Their sex love me like, or make me uncomfortable, and then if I say something against it, now I'm the bad guy. I don't understand. You violated me. Bathhouses, whatever you need to do to get your rocks off, they have porn. I remember, um, I'll never forget this when I went to Stone Mountain. Um, my health teacher, she was just like, um, she was just basically saying, she was just teaching the dudes in the class, like, you know what, don't ever feel like you have to rape somebody. Do whatever you need to do. It's like she said, if you at a party and you drunk or you having fun and you feel like you have the urge to do that, she's like, you better go in the bathroom and beat your meat or something. No, for no, really. Because you want something that bad that you're gonna take it for somebody and literally traumatize them. I mean, sexual assault ruins people's life for real. I'm just like, girl. It really can destabilize somebody's mentality. No, I totally agree. And it's just, it's really sick that people feel they have to do that. And then even if they violate like a, a minor, it's just, it's like sex, sex, sex. It's crazy, man. So I, I just, you know, anybody listening, male and female, just please, if you can't do all you can to protect yourselves. I mean, if you got to get a ring, I really think everybody should have a ring doorbell at this point. There are so many options that you can get that you don't have to drill into a wall. Get you some uh, indoor camera with night vision. Get you a security system. I mean, there are plenty of inexpensive um, solutions. If you want, I can send you my referral link for Simply Safe. I had got a Black Friday deal. I think I got like indoor camera, five sensors, and a keypad for like $100. I got my ring doorbell for like $125, and it came with a ring, I mean, a, a Alexa with a screen on it so I can see what my door like. Please, y'all, do all that you can. Get in your car, lock the door as soon as you get in there. Don't get gas at night. And I hate that you got to be so strict, but unfortunately, it's more people that mean harm than that don't, apparently. Yeah. So, this is really sad. Get yeah. strapped, get you a license care, do what you got to do, get some pepper spray, get you a pocket knife. And when I even when I travel, I had I got this little thing that um that I put on the door of my hotel so nobody can open it from the outside. And it's like this little I basically you know where the door actually latches, it goes over that and so it locks it from the outside. So the only person that can get out or in is me. So obviously the downside is if there's an emergency, but God forbid, you know what I'm saying. But just to make sure that I'm good when I. That's why um 
I don't like number one, I don't like Airbnbs, but even when I travel, especially solo, I always get a really nice hotel, something super credible with security and a nice check, like a 24 hour concierge, stuff like that. Cause I need, I need witnesses and I need somebody to be able to sue. Cause <laughs> Airbnb, hmm? I feel you. I, you know, sometimes like in your head, you just want to feel safe. You want to just do things like just like normal people. Mm-hmm. But it's so bad that, you know, because for a minute, I'm like, I don't really need all that stuff. Like, I get one or two things. But realistically, now, just looking at what be going on, you need it. Listen, better safe than sorry, because it's somebody who could have had a situation was like, dang, I wish I had a rain doorbell. Yeah. Or dang, I wish my neighbor I'm had really, a I'm really glad that my apartments that I'm moving to have concierge. Yes, listen. <laughs> but then I don't like parking decks. It's like, dang, I can't win. But the concierge makes a, because I, when I used to work in concierge in college, not even contractors could come up the elevator. Nobody, the person, the resident has to be there and come and get you. Yeah. That's what I was telling people. Cause I'm like, cause everybody's like, oh, make sure you invite me. I'm like, honestly, I'm not trying to be funny. I'll, it's concierge. I don't know how this gonna work. Yeah. Good. That's how it should be. Honestly, truly. And I hate that some of the apartments be having gates that don't work and stuff like that. But in Kenya, most neighborhoods were gated. Yeah. All the ones that I saw, they had security. And I don't I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes security can be a little, you know, wonky, but have some kind of layer of protection to where people just can't be in and out. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyways, all right, y'all. Protect yourself. Protect your kids, man. People be trying to snatch kids. Oh my God. It's holiday, Halloween That's season. That's a whole another story. That's how another story. Like it's yeah. just it's just too much be going on. Oh, just, honey, I'm about to move to the countryside. I'm about to say what? I say just do a lot to protect yourself. I, I personally like living in a city just because of um, the convenience and I don't like quietness because I, I feel like that's that's scary to me. But I definitely got to figure out like the laws of California because I'm, I need some protection. Yeah, please find out ASAP. Yeah, and get you a taser or whatever the case is. Some pepper spray, some. Something, just something to protect yourself. But I get it. I love living in a city too. There's definitely a trade-off, but it's like, well, I just kind of gotta be over. I gotta be annoying to to feel comfortable living here. All right, y'all. Let's wrap this week's episode up. Please protect yourself. Listen, be annoying. If somebody makes you uncomfortable, be annoying so you can have witnesses if you can. For real, for real. Hmm. Scream, yell, stop, drop, and roll. Whatever it takes. All right. I'm just saying, people crazy. People are crazy. All right, holla at your girl. And holla at your bro and whirl. And twirl and curl and earl. And let's start. Can we can we end baby hair culture? I'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs>